0: It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. TV Tuesday, Spirekin's podcast where we talk about noon recent TV shows. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing good and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode. If you want to check out any of our earlier episodes, you can check them out at www.spirekin.com or on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spirekin in the search bar and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. So this episode is going to be covering shows from the week of the 8th of July 2021 to the 13th of July 2021. Now if you've never listened to this podcast before, how we do things is first we have our non-spoiler section where we try to be as spoiler-free as possible. Then after the music, we have our spoiler section where we do deep dives on each of the episodes and our thoughts and inspiring theories. But... With that in mind, let's actually get to this, because we've got three shows to talk about, and I am excited to talk about one of them really bad. So let's start off with this latest episode of The Bad Batch. Yes, The Bad Batch. Episode 11 of Season 1, Devil's Due, by Stuart Lee. Now, this is an episode which takes place on Ryloth, the home of the Twi'leks, and deals with Resistance leader Cham Shindula, who publicly supports the Empire, but his Old friends are kind of against it, and this is a Bad Batch light episode that focuses on a major character from Star Wars Rebels. We're talking about Hera, so this is why she became part of, well, the Rebellion. This episode covers a lot of little things, and the Bad Batch are in it for probably one scene. But, what happens in this episode? Well, I can't say, because a lot does happen, but it sets up a lot of politics and more importantly than that, it has a show how screwed up Crosshair has become. Is it one of the better episodes of Bad Batch? Well, honestly, I don't think it is. I think it's one of the poor episodes because this was probably like a season three episode, not a season one. We're still trying to get the group together and understanding them. This is setting up just a lot of fan service. But speaking of fan service, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, so yeah. We'll talk more about this in the spoiler section, but it's worth checking out. But if you have not watched Rebels, you're not going to understand why this episode is so important so anyway now we're on to lego masters season two episode four after a week break we're back with one of the coolest challenge ever the contestants have to build a floating lego build that's suspended on one single technic brick that is suspended in the air now it has to have a story and multiple details and halfway through the build it's They revealed that they're going to be doing the golden brick, and I've got to say the designs in this episode were, well, really good. The loser deserved to lose because theirs looked terrible, but the second loser definitely didn't deserve to be up there because it was beautifully done. It's just they're nitpicking now, and the winner, well, wow, that was intricate and beautiful. Uh, The show is cool. I am not liking the fact that it is skipping every other week. So it's like, here's a week, then we have a break. Here's a week, we have another break. Like, last week we had a great episode, and now this week we're having another skip until the 20th. So, yeah, it's getting a little annoying. But, despite that, the show is an excellent show to watch. I'm excited to see who's winning and who's losing, and then we got to figure out what we're going to be watching next. But now let's get to the show that I am excited to talk about. We're talking about Loki Season 1, Episode 5, Journey into Mystery, directed by Kate Haran, the penultimate episode of the first, well, the first Loki story, and I've got to say, wow, um... I really can't say much without getting into spoilers, but let's just say, due to what happened in the last episode, Loki finds himself amongst some very familiar and actually very different company. We've got some great cameos. We have tons of Easter eggs, and more importantly than that, this sets up a lot in the show. I've got to say, there's a lot of questions and... I want to talk about this so much, but we're going to have to wait and see. So if you have not watched this episode, you are, well, you are, you should not be listening to this. Uh, Otherwise, go watch it, and then we'll talk. So, yeah, that's it for this episode. I know really fast, but I got to say, I got to get the spoilers. So if you have, so hope you guys enjoyed Uh, stay tuned for the spoiler section as usual I'm your host Zan Uh, I'll talk to you guys in a minute if you haven't watched this I'll see you next time Time, yes. Let's get to this because holy shit, with Journey into Mystery. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah So this is the spoiler section. If you have not watched these episodes, you are kind of gonna be spoiled horribly. So s- turn back now. Otherwise, if you watch episode, stay tuned. So let's get to this. So first off, the fact that we are introduced to the void is pretty awesome because whenever we thought someone was pruned they were dead but it turns out no they're just sent to the end of time where they're eaten by Eliath, the usurper that is some nerdy easter egg stuff the f- oh and also we have to say this first off before we get any further there was the freaking thanos copter holy shit! the thanos copter i was waiting to see that for a long time and seeing the thanos copter crush it there i'm like yes i've been vindicated One of the truly nerdy moments in comic history. Thanos in a helicopter trying to get the Cosmic Cube from Hellcat and Spidey. And then at the end of the episode, after he's defeated, the Mad Titan is arrested by the police and taken into a paddy wagon to jail. It's the most ridiculous thing, but oh man, seeing that... Made me geek out so much. Also, seeing Throg. And I found out afterwards that, yes, that voice that sounds so familiar doing Throg was actually Chris Helmsworth in a non-credited cameo as Throg. Yes, the Frog of Thunder trying to get Mjolnir. Ah, that's so great. So I, this episode was really cool seeing ...how Loki had to deal with his other variants... ...and seeing that Loki has changed so much from his other variants... ...that he's actually caring and he's actually really tired of the crap that's going on. How he's a little more calm... ...and the only other Loki that's like him is classic Loki... ...who, I gotta say, seeing Richard E. Grant as Loki... ...at first you're like, he looks ridiculous, but by the end of that episode... You were so sympathetic with him as he sacrificed himself to save Sylvie and Loki as they fought Alioth. And, oh man, this there's so much to talk about. And I'm like, I don't know where to go. I'm like, it's so much like when we find out that the TVA's true creator is hiding beyond the void and Alioth is guarding him. The fact that Mobius is still alive and just that interaction between Loki and Mobius As they say goodbye. We have that going on. We have the whole clusterfuck of what happens with all the Lokis as they get into a fight. And I gotta say, Classic Loki is the most awesome Loki, but the one who stole the show is alligator loki especially that scene when you see alligator loki just bite president loki's hands off and you hear tom hiddleston give that super like oh my god my arm is gone scream it was so great oh this episode was so and and also i liked that the void was full of things that had been deleted through time and things that didn't exist anymore i mean we had yellow yellowjackets helmet we had the dark aster uh, we had the USS Eldridge which is part of the Philadelphia project ecto cooler there's the mystery game the polybius which there's so many rumors on that I mean it's been talked about for years but the fact they included that was like that is some super nerdy stuff uh, but yeah uh, what else we had uh, Sylvie start to get through to Renslayer and Renslayer totally betrays her which we totally expected and seeing Miss Minute trying to stall for time—that was something, Something's up with Miss Minute. I don't know what her deal is, but she seems more than what she is. She's not an AI. She's not a program. She's something else. But uh, we're gonna have to wait and see what her deal is. But oh, there's so much else to talk about. I mean, seeing him come. Oh, the Grunwald on the um, on the pizza cars, which is for uh, Grunwald. The comic artist oh man so much Uh, i will say that seeing mobius use the temp pad uh to go to burn tva down that scene is really cool and i'm waiting to see what happens between him and Renslayer. i mean because earlier and two episodes ago they were like besties and then she literally just killed him so gonna have to wait that is and just well Here's the big thing. From what I know, because we saw Elioth. Elioth has always been the guard of Castle Limbo, which is Kang the Conqueror. We have one episode left. My bet is that it's Kang the Conqueror. He is behind all of this. And watch. I I hope I'm not wrong, but it's got to be Kang the Conqueror. That's my guess. That's what I'm thinking. That is Zan's guess right now. Tomorrow is the episode. We're going to watch this. I'm going to talk about this. I'm doing a huge deep dive on that. Uh, but, oh. Other geeky thing. Living Tribunal in the void. Seeing that, really cool. Uh yeah, I'm going all over the place with this episode. So yeah, I think I'm gonna leave it at that, because just so much. So much super overload. Great episode. A lot of character development. Also set up so many little things with for the final front confrontation. Also, we know that Loki now has more powers than he thought. And seeing how how powerful classic loki is shows that they can be that amazing and seeing that loki has evolved so much when he doesn't get involved in that fight shows that loki has changed so much from that first episode being that petulant brat and seeing where he's going so maybe he'll have a complete turn by the end of this show who knows so now on to the uh lego masters so lego masters Uh, first off the winner Mark and Steven I was kind of shocked that they won because Zach and Wayne made a full six foot tall whale on one technic brick Zach and Steven just made a floating dwarf uh, butterfly thing so yeah there was that meanwhile the bottom two we had Randall and Sarita who I've wanted gone since the first episode I mean their story was was crappy they made what they did is they made a hot air balloon, which could be really cool, but their hot air balloon looked terrible, their story was dumb, and let's be honest, they didn't seem like they were working well together, It just they were on two different wavelengths. Now the other two, Natalie and Michelle, made a beautifully designed knit Display. It looked like hair and moss and looked amazing. It just, they said, oh, it just covered too much. And that, it's detrimental because I want Natalie and Michelle to last a little longer. But, uh, yeah, so that is Lego Masters. And now on to Devil's Due. And, yeah, so what happens is that um, uh, Cham Shandula gets framed for the murder of Orn Frita at the end of the episode because he's supporting the new Imperial Refinery. And it turns out that his lieutenant uh, takes Hera to retrieve him, retrieve weapons from the Bad Batch, the one scene, and then Crosshair tracks him and arrests Hera for treason. And then they frame him and it just becomes a whole mess. And Hera escapes, but yeah, this episode dealt with so many little political intrigue with this and how Twe-likes are getting screwed by the Empire and also the machinations of the Empire and what they're willing to do in order to get what they want. It's making them so much worse. It also gives more motivation for Hera in the series on why she hates the Empire so much. I'm curious as, if this is where it's going to be just this or getting another part. I don't know. But the ending is she escapes and that's it. It feels like it's not finished yet. So, yeah. That is the episode for the day. Um, so, yeah. Because so tomorrow is the finale for Loki. And let's be honest... I want to see what happens because they have now conquered Goliath and they're going to the castle. What's going to happen? Who knows? Will Renslayer defeat Mobius or will Mobius get his revenge or will he make buddy buddy with them? What is going to happen? Who knows? Let's wait and see how this all ends. Anyway, remember to like and subscribe. If you like what we do, support us on our Patreon. Help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep watching TV. I'll see you later.